Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is Cruise Radio. If you're traveling with travel insurance, you're traveling smart. Get a quote today at tripinsurance.com. Here we go. Broadcasting from the tripinsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, how's it going? My name is Doug Parker. Thanks for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Happy to have you here. A review of Carnival Elation this week. Also, Sherry Kennedy checking in with Cruise News. She's over in the Azores right now, so I'm going to link up with her. Can't promise how good the connection is going to be, but we're going to give it the old college try. Don't forget Cruise Radio News. It's our Cruise Radio Facebook group. Find us online and come join the cruise conversation. Also, I'm going to be sailing on Carnival Horizon on April 15th. So uh, lots of coverage coming up. And if you're on the sailing, uh, shoot me an email. Love to connect with you. Doug at cruiseradio.net. So with no further ado, Sherry Kennedy from very far away. Hey, Sherry. Hey, Doug. You're somewhere I've never been, the Azores. Is that correct? We are. This is, it's been one full week since we left Fort Lauderdale and we are on, um, we had to make a, a change actually. The weather, the weather's been great. The ocean has been really smooth, but the winds just picked up. So we had to cancel Orta in the Azores and we're at a different island called, and I hope I pronounced it right, Praia de Vitoria. Still about 1300 miles west of Portugal. We're out in the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, and then, you know, from, uh, from the tomorrow's stop, we will head up to Malaga and Cartagena and then down to Rome. So it's a full two-week crossing. And I'm so glad we can connect here. This is uh, it's pretty cool. Yep. Gotta love T-Mobile. So getting right to the cruise news here. Carnival Horizon officially underway, finally. Finally, with a lot of fanfare. We've been watching this for a while. And on Monday, just a few days ago, the Carnival Horizon set sail on a 13-night itinerary with over 4,000 passengers on board. It's a Western and an Adriatic cruise, so it's going to hit you know the the popular ports on this trip. Uh, when you go through this loop, um, it's Livorno, which is your stop for uh, Pisa and Florence, and then on to Rome and Naples, and then around the boot of Italy to Dubrovnik and Corfu, Greece. Back through again to Messina, Italy, Valletta, Malta, which is one of my favorite places, and Cagliari, Italy. So it's a nice cruise, and uh, yay for Horizon on its first maiden voyage. Effective April 8th, Royal Caribbean is tightening up their cancellation policy. What changes are we going to see? Yeah, this is kind of confusing, so listen up. <laughs> uh, they've changed this, and it is definitely tightened. And I'm going to explain it in detail, so pay attention. Canceled cruises of one to four nights, and this will include holiday sailings, are going to be charged 50% of the total cruise fare, which is hefty, if canceled 74 to 61 days before sailing. And under this new policy, these cruises of four nights or less that are canceled 60 to 31 days out, so we're moving in closer, will be charged 75% of the total fare. And then, of course, it's going to be a 100% penalty 
if you're canceled 30 days or less before sailing. And it used to be 14 days or less put you at 100% penalty. So all the more reason to get what? Travel insurance. Okay, so under the old policy, say I wanted to cancel 15 days out, I could do that with a penalty. But now, you know, effective on April 8th, if I want to cancel 15 days out, I'm going to get zero back, correct? Exactly. Okay. Yep. Would it be safe to say this new policy is a little more on the stricter side compared to the other lines? It is right now. It is. Um, And it's quite a, you know, that's 75% is, is steep in the, you know, for 31 days out. So yeah, just keep an eye on your calendar. If you think you might have to cancel or for whatever reason, you don't want to lose your money. This next story is fascinating. Um, so a cruiser was trying to cruise on Disney Magic and couldn't go, and she claims she was booted off the cruise. What happened with this, and who was at fault? You know, this is one of those bizarre stories that you, re- you read and reread twice because it just doesn't seem to make sense. So apparently this, uh, she was from uh, Missouri. I think St. Louis was the city. And she and her family and two small children well, she and her husband and two small children, you know, decided to take this cruise. And apparently, uh, when she was in the process of boarding, they said, oops, nope, you're too far along in your pregnancy. She was 25 weeks and they would not allow her to board. And according to the story, she was, she and her family, um, they had the option to go if she stayed behind, but that wasn't going to happen. So they were escorted out of the terminal by security guards carrying apparently AR-15s, I think that's what they're called. Uh, and they were, she said they were forced to wait out in the hot sun until they can get their luggage retrieved, which had already been uh, put on the ship. Now, um, when asked, she said that she, didn't, she was not aware of the policy, that she did not make the reservations. Someone else had made them and it didn't say who that person was. Um, And so people were commenting that, you know, she was ignorant and that she shouldn't have done this if she was that far along with her pregnancy. And especially she had two other children with them that were both under two years old. So, you know, that's quite a quite a lot of people that were, you know, tiny people to bring with and still be pregnant. So I don't know, Doug, what are you thinking was all this? Who's at fault? You know, we don't really know, do we? Well, I mean, obviously, she didn't read the rules, and the rule states, I believe, 24 weeks, um, you can't sail. So she's 25 weeks. Yeah, even though the doctor signed off on it, the rules are rules. You can't make an exception mm-hmm. for one person, or you know, everyone's going to want to break the rules. And then when you do break the rule and let that one person sail, what, she delivers early, and then everyone's like, why'd you let her sail? So you're kind of screwed either way, you know? Yeah, and then you know, there's a lawsuit coming up. I could see that if that had happened. So yeah, you know, I don't know why. She was unaware. All you do is read through the contract when you get it, and everything is stated, if not in the contract, in the brochure or on the website. And, yeah, just because the doctor said she was fine to travel, which I'm very happy to hear, you know, I don't know what the airline's rules are regarding flying. I think that might be a little further along, but nevertheless, um, it was just an unfortunate incident. And I guess she was doing a video of this too or something she had just launched a, a vlog yes so she is a a youtuber or whatever you want to call them these days and i think she's an opportunist in using this opportunity to try to launch her youtube channel because if you look on her channel which i'm not even going to give her credit and link to it in the show notes or anything but she has a couple of hundred views every video and then this one has a ton of views because 
It's made media everywhere. And the AR-15s, that's Port, Port Miami security. That's not – they didn't bring in special forces to, to take her belligerent butt out of there, you know? That's like – that's what Homeland Security has at Port Miami. They're walking around with AR-15s for people's safety. They are. So it, This is just – you know, it's like we're not passing judgment. No. But yet it just seems like an opportunity that she took advantage of. You know, she's, a, she's an opportunist and everyone's looking for a reason to be offended these days. And she definitely takes that prize. So good for her. Bravo. Our listener question comes from Shannon in Johnsontown, Pennsylvania. She says, my husband and I are cruising this summer and are debt free. Good for you, Shannon. That's awesome. Uh, we have one credit card, but it's for emergencies only. I'm reading where if you take a cruise, the cruise line puts a hold on your debit or credit card during embarkation day. Is there any way around this? Hi, Shannon. Yes, uh, there is an option and it's called cash. You're right. They do put a hold on your debit card. And for example, I was just talking and Doug and I were talking about this cruise that I'm on now, how in America, if I had given them my debit card or a credit card, there was an $850 hold that they were going to put on my card, um, which if you're just coming right home and you didn't need the money, it, no, it's no big deal. But in my case, you know, I'm traveling for two months. I can't afford that. So I went to the ATM and I got some cash and I put some cash on my account. And then if I don't spend it, or if you don't spend it, it will be refunded to you at the end of the cruise. Now, if you do use your credit card uh, and they will release the hold if you don't go over the amount, uh, but it's up to you to follow up with your bank to make sure that it doesn't linger for two or three weeks as can happen. So it's kind of a pain. And I really do, you know, if if I have a credit card that is like you have one that has no amount on it and I don't need it, yeah, I'll just plunk it down on a seven-night cruise and, and I'm not going to worry about it. But if it's something that you're going to need cash for and you can't afford to have money on hold for an extended period of time, just go and put cash down uh, at the purser's desk. They'll give you a receipt and you can even check it on your daily statement to see how much is being dinged, how much you're spending, and if you will, in fact, be entitled to a refund at the end of the cruise. We've been talking with Sherry Kennedy from CruiseMaven.com over in the Azores. Sherry, enjoy your cruise to Rome. You have a week left. Live it up, girl. Thanks, Doug. See you soon. Cruise Radio. Maintaining our global reach. Listen live at CruiseRadio.net. From its rich heritage, picturesque beaches, and unparalleled blue waters, it's no wonder over 7 million people cruise to the Caribbean every year. What do you want to do? Swim with stingrays at Stingray Bay? Go for an island tour? Take a beach break? Or set sail on a catamaran to spend the day snorkeling? Whatever you decide, CruisingExcursions.com has a shore excursion to fit your budget. Cruising Excursions knows your time on the island is limited and that you want to make the most of your day. That's why they have shore excursions up to 60% cheaper than the cruise lines and offer smaller, more personable tours. Find out for yourself. Research and book your next shore excursion at CruisingExcursions.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. 
Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. Have a question for the experts or would you like to talk about your cruise or vacation experience, good or bad? Email comments at cruiseradio.net. Brian and his wife just returned from a five-night cruise on Carnival Elation. How you doing, Brian? Doug, thanks for having me. Yeah, Good absolutely, man. So you're up in the Atlanta area, which is only about a six-hour or so drive here to Jacksonville, where Carnival Elation is based. So before we get to the ship, take a couple of steps back. Uh, what made you want to take this five-night Bahamas cruise on Carnival Elation? Well, we've been on the ship before, and, and we liked it, and we knew that they had the upgrade, so we were looking forward to seeing what they had done. Uh, we knew we were going to be taking a summer vacation f- with the whole family, and we were going to be doing a cruise. So we thought we'd just take just the two of us uh, j- just to have some some alone time and, you know, uh, that just uh, just to go for us. And it fell over my birthday. Okay. So why not go? It was a good good excuse to go, and, and the price was right. So we just we booked it. Very nice. So you make your way from Atlanta to Jacksonville. You get to Jacksport. Um, did you park your car at Jacksport? Yeah, we did. We actually went down a day early. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Super Bowl Sunday, so we we went down and just we just didn't want to have any issues. So we we stayed and watched the game, and then uh, we had an arrival time of twelve thirty. Mm-hmm. So we got there about twelve, and we did just park on site at the port. There's a parking lot across the street, and. We sort of considered it for about a half a second. We're like, let's just get here. And uh, we figured if we just park there, we'll be able to get out quicker and and get back to our littlest one who was staying alone with uh, grandma and grandpa. So, you know, it makes a big difference, too, when you park at the actual pier itself, because, yeah, I mean, the offsite, you know, lots are sometimes like half the price. But there's something to be said about, you know, getting off the cruise ship already sucks anyways. But just getting to your car and getting on the road, you know, it's like we I just want to get home at that point. It's like it's if I'm not going to be on the ship, then let's just go. Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> so, so how was the embarkation process once you got to the pier? Um, actually, it was. we've been there two times before, and this was the fastest time. Mm-hmm. Um, it probably took us about 30 minutes from the time we dropped our bags off to get through security and check-in. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, about, it was about 30 minutes from the, the, uh, the curb to the bar. <laughs> Okay, there you go. What we like to do. So Good way to that was our first stop. But it was it, zero complaints. Zero so complaints. You, you make your way on board, Elation. Now, you mentioned you've cruised her before pre-upgrade. So what were your impressions post-upgrade? Well, I mean, initially, just even just pulling into the lot, and I'd seen pictures, but it was really nice to see the balconies on the back of the ship and mm-hmm. the, uh, the balconies on, on the side. It just, gave it, a, it just gave it a nicer, cleaner look than just sort of the box look that it had before. So, and, and, of course, it had the slides in the back of the ship as opposed to just the one in the middle on the Lido deck. So just even just from the outside, it looked, it looked a lot better now. Once we got into the atrium, it, it I don't know that there was any changes yeah. to that. So it sort of just looked the same. But, you know, as we got throughout the ship, you know, we, we noticed noticed some changes. But initially it was just more the outside, and it, but it looked really good. So you make your way to your stateroom. What kind of stateroom did you book and what did you think of it? Uh, we had an interior room on deck seven, which is the Empress deck. We really we like to stay on seven if we can. Um, it just sort of is a, is a good feel for us. And mm-hmm. we were sort of more towards the back, but you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a, 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 a big deal for us. We'd like to be in the middle where they say, you know, you can get to where everything's at, but, yeah. um, it's just what they had. Um, uh, initially I thought the room was fine. You know, um, it was, it's more than big enough for just the two of us. Uh, there was definitely noticeable upgrades from the door, just even the door, there was more closet space, 
more closet space, uh, drawers, uh, the bathroom. Not bigger by any stretch, but it definitely looked a, a lot better to the eyes. And then they had a, you know, a bunch of USB ports and LED lights, a new upgraded TV. So uh, everything, was, everything was great with the room. We, we, again, we, were, we usually book interior rooms, and uh, we were fine with it before, but it, it looked a lot better this time for sure. Awesome. So uh, let's talk about dining then. Uh, you make your way to – well, we'll start at the buffet area and work our way down from there. So because I, Elation – gosh, I'm getting all these ships confused. Elation did get the guys in Blue Iguana, correct? <laughs> they absolutely did. Okay. So we'll start up there. Uh, we'll start at the buffet first. What do you think? Okay. Well, we don't usually do the buffet a whole lot for like lunch or dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, we usually just utilize it for breakfast more than anything, and, and that's exactly what we did on this one. Okay. Um, I usually hit the omelet station, which I really like the omelet station. Um, a couple mornings I did the, uh, the blue iguana, and I tried the, the breakfast burrito, and I'm not a huge burrito fan myself, like breakfast burrito. It was just okay. I did like the huevos rancheros. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really good. Um, so I got that on the last day and I was, I was a little disappointed. I didn't, you know, get that before. Um, so the buffet looked okay. Uh, we had the pizza a couple nights cause we missed it, uh, missed our dinner, uh, because of, uh, the casino. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we went and had, you know, uh, a, a, you know, a couple pieces of pizza and a sandwich, which those are really good. I, 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 I love sandwiches. So if someone wants to make me a turkey sandwich anytime, that, yep. that works for me. Absolutely. Now, with the um, main dining room, what time dining did you have? We did the anytime dining or the, the your time dining. Mm-hmm. Um, that works for us. We don't really like to be sort of pinned down to a time. And, you know, if we have to wait 20 or 30 minutes, that's it's just it's really not a problem for us. We'll go get, go grab a drink from the bar and, you know, just wait. And I think on this trip, I don't think we waited any more than than 20 minutes. Um, I guess my only complaint was one one night they. Uh, they booked us a table with other cruise uh, mm-hmm. members, which is okay, and it turned out okay. But we typically request a, a private table, so they sort of screwed that up a little bit. But you know, it all worked out in the end. I, I'm one of those introverts where they're like, um, "Is a table for six by the window okay?" I'm like, "No, I can sit in a booth table for two, please." <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. I say, and, and I say when it when we first got it, we sort of looked at each other like, "Are you serious?" Uh-huh. <laughs> but <laughs> Once we got there, and I say it's you know you talk to them and you see what they did and and everything like that, and I say it was it it, it worked out okay. What was I, your I say it's not a huge deal. What was your favorite meal in the main dining room? I really like the the blue crab ravioli. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what it is about that, but I just the, the sauce, just everything. It, I really like that, and I also like the um, it's like tiger shrimp creole mm-hmm. um, that they have too. So it's a little bit off of the. You know the steaks or the lobsters or things like that, but for me, those those two meals are are, are really good. I, I like those a lot. Didn't they do an awesome job upgrading the dining rooms as far as decor and tables and everything? They, they really did. I mean, it's noticeable as as soon as you walk in. And yeah. we, you know, we were just obviously in the one dining room, but we looked at the other dining room as well, and it, it looks a hundred percent better. I mean, it's you know obviously that doesn't you know impact the food or anything uh, like that. But it, it was it was a lot nicer. Uh, it, they did a they did a fantastic job with that. You mentioned this was a uh, a birthday sailing for you. Did you have any birthday performances while you were on board? Well, they did, and it was it was actually a couple of days after my birthday because we missed, as I mentioned, we missed a couple of days of the of the main dining room, and um, it was a couple of days later. And you know, we had our chocolate dessert, you know, our you know our our 
chocolate cake there and all of a sudden I hear birthday singing and I sort of like look around like I wonder whose birthday it is and it was for me so (laughs) it was was sort of fun that they you know you know they have that on file or just know Mm -hmm. that you're there and it's like hey we haven't done this yet so you know just sort of like throughout the whole cruise the theme is you know they treat you really good and I think that was just another you know another piece of that and even along with it, they even sent like a fifty dollar gift card for the spa. Wow! You know, to to, to the room. So, um, you know, we didn't. I didn't use like a massage, but you know, I used it to get some, you know, some facial cream and stuff like that. And you know, it's something I wouldn't normally get. And you know, it was it was a real nice gesture. I thought. Yeah, totally. Uh, so let's talk about the entertainment. Obviously, you had a lot of fun in the casino. So how about the other uh, entertainment <laughs> around the ship? Well, we didn't do any of the shows. We've done okay. some of the shows before. Like I said, we've been on the ship a couple times. So we didn't do any of those shows. Uh, we did partake in the uh, Carnival Quest show. Now, mm-hmm. I say partake. We didn't actually participate. We were there. Um, but that was very entertaining. The The cruise director has a great personality for it. And that was a that was our first time, you know, watching that show. Uh, and it's definitely an adults-only show. So... Um, anybody with kids, like, I, I don't, I guess they're probably not allowed in there, but there's, there's no, no room for kids in that place. Um, Who other than that, director? we didn't, like I say, didn't do a whole lot. I really like the, the shows on the Lido deck, like the things that they do during the, during the sea days. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think enough people talk about that, but that's to me part of it. It's just having fun and, you know, seeing the, the Harry chess contest or the Miss Carnival, or I think they might call it. And, <laughs> Or the mixology contest, I actually got to do that. That was fun. Um, it's just, like I say, to me, it's just about having fun. Yeah. So I, you know, the entertainment to me it extends way more than than the shows, and it's the, you know, the the music in the lounges or in the atrium and in the Lido deck, and and we really liked all that. It's it was very entertaining. And you got to say, Kevin is probably aside from the most flamboyant cruise director I've ever seen in my life. He's a trip. Oh yeah, he is. I mean, it's, I mean, he, he, you can, you can tell he, he really enjoys his job. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he, he likes making people happy and smile and laugh and, and all that. And it's, it's really fun that if you get a chance to interact with him, mm-hmm. you know, with either one of the shows or even just stopping him in the hallway, he's always got a moment for you. So it, he definitely does a great job. So let's talk about the sea days. You had two sea days on this five-night sailing. Um, how were the sea days as far as like crowds and congestion, dining by the pool, all that? The first of the two sea days was pretty. It was pretty good. We were able to get out to the to the deck a little bit early and you know sort of get our chairs and we were in them and and you know it didn't seem like it was all that crowded that first day. Just in general, it just sort of seemed like there was you know available chairs you know throughout the day. Uh, as far as the the food and the lines and everything like that, with the guys' burgers, um, they do a great job with with moving that line. I think it's a lot better than it used to be mm-hmm. because I think partly because of the buffet was sort of the main option. It's they had the hamburgers out there and the hot dogs, but I think everybody just sort of you know just gravitated to this. Now people have more options, more more good options, mm-hmm. and it sort of spreads the people out a little bit more. So um, as far as like the food and stuff, that was real easy. Now, the second sea day was a little more crowded. We didn't get out to the Lido deck till about 12 because we got to do the behind the fun tour. Okay. So we were out there a little bit later and it was pretty crowded. We had to just sort of sit by, by the bar for a little while to wait for um, some chairs down by the pool on, on the on the main Lido deck. So but overall, though, it was I mean, it was sort of to be as expected, but it wasn't 
you know, shoulder to shoulder people. And, you know, we didn't have to wait forever for our drinks and food and, and everything like that. Uh, you know, I, I didn't have a problem with any of that. I've done like a bridge tour and kitchen tour on separate different occasions, but I've never done the actual organized tour itself. How was that? I mean, it was the sort of the highlight of our trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they only take 16 people at the most on each cruise. And it happens, I think, on the last sea day. So it's sort of like an exclusive little, you know, trip that you get to go on. And you do, you get to go to the galley, the bridge, uh, the engineer's room, you get to go backstage, you know, at the main production area, Mm -hmm. Uh, you get to go see where the, you know, the crew hangs out and, you know, just spots that you will never get to go behind, you know, never get to see. And it wasn't just even just see them, but, you know, we got to speak with the main chef, we got to speak with the, with the captain. Um, You know, there were people there from the production team that, you know, were talking to us about the shows. It was very interesting. It was, uh, you know, all the way down to the very bottom and people peeling potatoes and, you know, chopping vegetables. Mm -hmm. You got to see where all the meat was kept. It was just, you know, nothing that you would need to maybe do again. Um, But it was it was definitely something to uh, to see. And it was an excursion. It wasn't free, but it was uh, it was definitely worth our money for sure. What does that run per person? I think it's fifty dollars. It may be just a smidge more, but I think it's about fifty dollars. And uh, but like I say, it's to me, it's well worth it. And it's not like they just rush you through, mm-hmm. you know, to me, some of the most impressive areas were the were the galley and you would expect it just to be just total chaos. Yeah. And it's it was just very, very organized. And I mean, they they run a tight ship. No pun intended. <laughs> it was, you know, it's it just was very organized. And uh, and the other place we got to see, too, was the laundry area, which doesn't sound fun. But it was it was very interesting to see how they do that. And, you know, 400 pounds of laundry at a time, you know, so it was it it was really neat. Was it scorching hot down there in the laundry room? No, it really wasn't. Uh, It it really wasn't. They have it, uh, you know, I guess just based on the machinery, pretty well contained. Yeah. Um, But I mean, they have their crew down there just working. And uh, one of the neat things was was the the sheets is they they don't dry the sheets. They put the sheets wet through this machine and it irons them. And folds them in about fifteen seconds. That's cool. Yeah, it was really neat. Any I, one of those. A, for a, the lot, house. A, a lot of the people there, like, where can we get one of these for the house? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, it was pretty impressive. I, I will say that. I yeah, love it. Um, so, ports of call were uh, Half Moon K or Key, mm-hmm. however you pronounce it, and uh, Nassau Bahamas. So, uh, let's start with Half Moon. How was that? It was awesome, like it always is. I we absolutely just just love that place. It's, I say, if there's a better place to be, I'd, I'd like to see it mm-hmm. and I'm willing to keep cruising to find it. But, <laughs> uh, until I find it, that's, that's it. It's the top of the list for sure. Previously we'd done some cabanas there, uh, which was nice, but we had other people with us that, you know, wanted shade and, you know, a little bit more of a, you know, secluded thing, but for just the us, for just us two, it was fine just to be out there in the, in the chairs. And there was plenty of room. We were the only ship there. So we had, Plenty of space. I guess my only complaint would be that the Cheers package doesn't carry over to the island, which for the life of me, I still don't understand. But yeah. it, it just is what it is, and we're not going to get too mad about it. And we just, you know, we just deal with it. But it was it was absolutely beautiful. The weather was perfect, and uh, we had a, we had a great time there. We pretty much stayed until they kicked us off. Nice. And as far as let's see, so there was. Half Moon and then Nassau. So Nassau. How was that? Nassau, we decided this time, like a lot of people, to stay on the boat. And we've done the you know beach excursions there. We've done you know the the, the hotel thing, and 
we just decided to stay on. So we, we decided to go to the adults only deck since we didn't have any kids with us. We thought, well, we'd go try that out. And it was so blazing hot. We could only stay about 15 minutes because there was no breeze and there's no pool or at least on the elation, it's just hot tubs. Mm -hmm. So it's, there was really no place to sort of cool off. So we didn't, we didn't stay there too terribly long, but we went up to the, to the main Lido deck and just sort of hung out and, uh, a lot of people did leave the ship because we pretty much had it to ourselves, which was perfect for us. It would just we just wanted to relax and and you know have drinks, and that's exactly what we did. So it was it was a perfect day for us. Awesome. Now, did you have the picture perfect day in Nassau and in Half Moon as far as weather? Oh yes, absolutely. It was it was in the mid to high eighties in Nassau, um, at least according to the little fun app weather mm-hmm. that they had. So it was it was perfect. I mean, we didn't have any bad weather at all during the trip, so no complaints. It was more than warm enough, you know, sailing in February. So we were a little concerned about that. The water was a little cool in Half Moon, but. Uh, nothing that you know you couldn't handle, or you know you just wouldn't want to get into the water at all. Right, I hear you. So uh, you make your way back to Jacksonville. Uh, how was your debark process? Because it was a little bit. Uh, it wasn't your typical debark process. No, we had we had a little excitement um, when we woke up. I turned on the TV and I saw that we were still, you know, a good bit away from Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So I sort of figured something was up. Went up, got a coffee, and went outside, and there was just fog everywhere. And it was pretty dense fog, and I, you know, I'm no captain of any ship, but I'm like, this isn't probably good. But I sort of figured, I was like, well, you know, the sun will come out, it'll burn off, and you know, we'll just be on our way. But it, it wasn't the case. It was probably about a five-hour delay. Hmm. We didn't get back into port. Like, it was about ten o'clock. The captain came over and said, you know, they got the clearance to go uh, to, to to go into the port, and it took two hours to get there so it was it was 12 when we got there probably not 12 45 until we were able to get off the ship and mm-hmm. of course they still let the diamond and the platinum members go first and the faster to the fun and then we sort of heard over the radio um from one of the employees that the baggage wasn't ready yet and we were doing self-assist anyway so i'm like can we just hit the stairs <laughs> and he sort of just nodded like i don't think they were really ready to let people go and he nodded and we sort of booked it down the stairs with a couple of our you know with our two suitcases and uh and got out pretty quick then but yeah it was it was a it was a little bit of a delay but i will say this though carnival did a great job of accommodating everybody because you know, people want to get off. People have flights. People, you know, try to get to see their families, and they did a great job. They, you know, they had a movie playing in the in the main lounge. They uh, opened the bars back up, which we've never been on a boat. You know, once it ports to, you know, see if they open things back up. But they opened, you know, the the restaurants up, and uh, so people were able to eat and drink and you know enjoy their time while we were just sort of waiting around. But once we started getting off the ship, it was perfect getting through customs we didn't have you know any issues with that it was just a couple minutes and then we were on our way i, I love that they opened the bars back up like one more cash grab before y'all get off well, the ship. <laughs> we have the cheers package so we did notice that after you hit 10 they start putting the number on the bottom of the receipt mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so w- when we when we noticed people were drinking we we're like well let's just have a well let's go get a drink or two and it carry it does carry over so if you had 12 the day before, your next one on that, when you're supposed to be, you know, getting off the boat, that goes to 13 and okay. 14 or whatever. So, so we were, I, I say it's our free drinks. We, we still, we got a couple free drinks out of them. So oh, yeah, there you go. So how about first time tips? 
Well, the one thing that I we really like is if you download the the, the fun app, the Carnival Fun app, everything that you need is on that app. Um, so for like first time cruisers trying to read the small little fun times that they put in your room, I mean, you can do that. But it's like you have the app and you can star things that you want to go to or, you know, whether it's trivia or a show and it'll send you an alert. You don't have to purchase a Wi-Fi package to to be able to utilize that on the ship. So we really like that and we utilize that a lot. You know, a couple other tips I would just say to be fun and have, you know, to, to get involved, mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it's with trivia or, you know, trying to, like, say, the mixology contest or, you know, going to see some of the shows, you know, you're going to do what you want to do. But I think the more that you can get involved with and it just, you know, you just let yourself have some fun. And, and that's sort of the, the main thing. And because everybody there is having fun and nobody's judging anybody, whether it's karaoke or or whatever. So, you know, just, just get there and have fun. Awesome. A few minutes ago, you said that one of the highlights of the cruise for you was the behind the fun tour. Was there anything else that stuck out? Other than the behind the fun tour, I would just say the, that, you know, being at half moon, Mm -hmm. I mean, they have the, you know, of course the sign there, you know, I wish I could stay here forever. And I mean, every time we go, we get a picture with it because it's like, (laughs) yes, I do. I want to stay here forever. And I've always wondered what happens if, uh, you don't get back on a ship. Do they just, you know, come hunt you down in the island or, or what? But it's, I really do wish we could stay there forever. Absolutely. In closing, final thoughts of the ship. Overall, I would say I love the upgrades to the ship. We loved Guy's Burger. I think I had seven in the five days. So, you know, not quite to your 11 and seven, yeah. but, you know, we're sort of getting there. Um, but I, I loved a lot of the upgrades that they did. It, you know, they really, you know, spruced it up a good bit. And even though it's a smaller ship, it's easy to get around. You know, I feel comfortable there. And, you know, it was just it was just really fun. And, you know, I sort of hate to see that it's moving to Port Canaveral because we it's real easy for us to get to Jacksonville. But, you know, I'm sure we'll either follow it or we'll just enjoy whatever does come to Jacksonville. Awesome. Brian, thanks for sharing this five-night Bahamas review of Carnival Elation. Anytime, Doug. I really appreciate it. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker for my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.